Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Russell? Everybody. Good. Thank you. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this new day. We thank you that we are here with you. We thank you, Father, that you call us to have this opportunity to spend the first part of our day with you. To draw from you and drink from you again. To receive of your presence and to carry that presence with us throughout this day. To receive from you guidance for, from you, wisdom as well, Lord. An understanding of how to apply that wisdom in our lives. So that when we acknowledge your presence in everything. When we ask you to direct our path. To direct everything that we go through on this day. When we commit all our plans to you at the start. When we put all our trust in you and lead not on our limited understanding. We know that that path is the path of light. That is the path of wisdom. It cannot go wrong. Open our ears, our eyes and all our organs of discernment in the spirit, Father. To receive from you and to know what is coming from you. That we are able to tap into that light and we are able to carry it with us. We thank you, Father, that every time we come to you, we are able to leave our baggage behind and we are able to focus on you. All our pains, all our cares, all our worries. And when we focus on you, you fill us with your peace and you fill us with your joy, that unspeakable joy that overcomes all fear, that overcomes all cares. And it is through that joy when we receive of you, we are able to build our hope. We are able to confess our faith, align it with your word and expect our miracle. And this very same peace and joy that you pour into our hearts, Father, we want to share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that do not have anyone to pray for them and do not know how to pray either. We want to share it with all those that are called Christians and do not yet know you. And with all those that do not want to know you. Quicken them, O oh Father, that every veil before their eyes be torn down, every lie cut down, and the truth be revealed, that that truth shall set them free. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the name of the father. On whom when we call, we cannot end up in shame. But everyone who calls on your name shall be delivered. Our strong tower, our shield. Under your wings do we hide. And we pray in the name of Jesus, 
the rock of ages within whom there is a cleft specifically for us to keep us safe, to keep us hidden in him. That we might be a part of him as well. For without him, we can do nothing. He is the spoken word of the Father. Through whom all things are made, without him nothing that was made was ever made. So that anytime we need something to be made, we go to that source through whom everything is made. It is through him we have received faith. Through him we learn your word. And through him we model the life that you want us to live. The life of the Adam that you made in your own image and likeness, Father. And we pray in the name of your spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of resurrection, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of victory, who convicts us and pulls us out of the pit, but never willing to condemn. The one through whom we receive our strength, through whom we receive the gifts and the revelations of the Father. The one who is our teacher, our friend. The one who prays with us and for us. And the one who is the executor of the will of the Father. It is through him that all prayers are fulfilled. It is he who brings manifestation. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you come to live within us. Even though we do not deserve your presence. Even though we keep hurting you. Out of our foolishness, out of our limited thinking, out of our wickedness. Yet you do not desert us. But you continue that love that Jesus had for us. Where he died for us even when we were sinners. We ask for forgiveness, Father, for all those times we hurt you. For all those times we turn away from you. For all those times we rebel and we ignore your word. That you keep speaking to us. And we turn a deaf ear to you. We do not discern your word. We ask for forgiveness, Father, and we surrender our thoughts to you. We surrender all our faculties to you. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your Son and your Spirit, your everlasting love. They are symbols of that love that you have for us that is unchangeable. That you do not give your Son and your Spirit based on our acts, our actions. But it is out of your benevolence through grace that you make them available to us. That we might be made strong, not by our own might, not by our own capabilities, by our own power, but by your spirit. That every battle that we fight against, it is by your spirit that we can achieve victory. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with food on our table, with a roof over our head. You have blessed us with income to pay our bills. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your word and the gift of prayer. We thank you that you have blessed us with destiny helpers. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this prayer group where we pray with people that we do not even know. And yet, they release their faith for that unknown person. It is your love that is reflected in each of these, Lord. We thank you 
We bless your name and we bless each of these. Today, as we get into our prayer, I'd like us to reflect on a very present issue that all of us face, the need for self-control. And when we look at Galatians 5.23, Paul says it is a fruit of the Spirit. We receive it as a part of receiving the Holy Spirit. It is his nature. And he goes on to say, against such things, there is no law. So let us look at what is self-control and why we need it. And today, we shall only scratch the surface of this topic. It is a very deep topic in itself. But I'll try to cover some of it. Hopefully, we gain some understanding there. We know that God created us body, soul, and spirit. And we infer this from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. <clears throat> he put emotions, intellect, and will, our will, into our soul, which is at the overlap or the junction between the body and the spirit. So anything that needs to be passed from the spirit to the body must be passed through the soul. It is our soul that is often the first point of contact with the outside world. So that these three elements then together would decide what we do as a person. And how we interact with our surroundings, with our situations. Intellect uses knowledge we gain by learning to evaluate and respond. But emotions uses physical feelings through our senses to interpret situations. And it is usually a combination of two of these three. That is our intellect or our emotions in combination with our will. And our will exercised is when the final move takes place. When that decision to move ahead takes place. So the will is either dependent on intellect or on emotions. When you make your decisions... What is your will based on? Are you listening and reacting to emotions? Or are you responding through intellect, through your knowledge, through your wisdom that you carry? Every decision that we make, we must evaluate to see whether we are being too hasty and just responding or re reacting to emotions. Or how do we respond? <clears throat> In different situations. In the most cases, we are heavily reliant on emotions. And then the decisions can swing to anything that has the ability to influence our emotions. This creates desires and an excess of it is lust. Satan uses this very opportunity to tempt us. When we base a lot of our movement a lot of our actions on our emotions. When it is rooted in the flesh, Satan uses that opportunity to tempt us. Remember this, he can only attack the flesh, not the spirit. And when we are predisposed to judging by feelings and emotions, 
that rely on physical senses, then we play right into his hands. We crave food and spoil our health. We are lazy or indisciplined and so are always weak, tired and without energy. Or still worse, in some cases, overweight. There is no need to feel ashamed. It all comes down to what we accept, what we are willing to accept as our standard. When we have let loose those standards that we set for ourselves, that is when the concern starts to rise. So what then is self-control? Self-control is managing those excesses that take place as a result of temptation. Either those excesses or restraints. It could be swinging on either end when we fail to maintain a balance. It is giving up a weakness or a craving. In fact, conquering its ability to manipulate us and our habits. That is self-control. It starts off, these habits typically start off as something we slowly like and gradually engage in regularly until it becomes almost like a stronghold and we can't give it up. Proverbs 25 verse 28 says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Highly vulnerable. In Matthew 16 verse 24, Jesus said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Let him build self-control. And then take up his cross and follow me. How do you deny yourself? When we are able to master those areas of weakness in our lives, then we build self-control. And then Satan can no longer convince you that it is okay to let certain things go. It is okay to do certain things in a certain way. He starts to lose that control that he had over that area of your life. Where he could say to you, have another drink, it's okay. It is okay to smoke, it is okay to binge eat, it is okay to be lazy, it is okay not to pray. What are we listening to and accepting? That is what decides what we will end up with. So let's look at how do we go about self-control. And here are just a few small notes. Number one, we must surrender to God for help and work alongside him for real change. Submitting to him gives him permission to intervene. And when we feel weak and vulnerable on our own and unable to change that habit or situation that we are in, we need to involve him, to acknowledge him in that and ask him to intervene. And that's where prayer comes in. But surrender should be the first part of that prayer. Number two, recognize that it is a battle. And James 4 verse 7 says, submit to God, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. So the first point that we saw above was submit to God. And then the second step is to start resisting. 
that resistance can only come through the Holy Spirit who builds our strength. It is not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord, that you win every battle. So number three, remember that you do not fight alone. The Holy Spirit is with you when you agree to involve him in it. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 says, God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able, but will with the temptation also make the way of escape available to you, that you may be able to endure it. We must ask him to be a part of it. Remember, it is our will that matters there. And until we exercise that will, he will not intervene. So a lot of us might probably be asking ourselves, why does God see all this and not do anything? He's waiting for you to exercise your will. He will not trespass. He will not stamp on toes. He will wait till you ask him to be a part of that. The gentleman God, the Holy Spirit. And then look and listen for his advice. When he comes, the fruit of his presence, which we saw earlier, Galatians 5.23. Self-control is part of that fruit, that whole sweet that you receive. The fruit of his presence will start to show in your life. So the first and the most important part in it is seek him. Half your battle is won. Number four, prayer and praise are weapons to be used in battle, spiritual warfare. Use them. Even when Jesus fell weak in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed and prayed thrice and then found strength. Number five, the Bible uses the words, be sober-minded in a few places. And this means to start staying away from what you know will tempt you. To be alert and to cut off those possibilities even before you are in the center of that situation. The possibility of being tempted. When you avoid those situations or you keep yourself busy elsewhere, you withdraw yourself from that environment so that you do not fall weak and vulnerable. You move before it gets difficult for you. And number six, know that you have power in Christ to overcome. Philippians 4 verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Pick a scripture from the Bible that relates to the situation you are going through and speak it. You speak it with the same conviction that is here in Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who is present in me through the Holy Spirit and it is he who strengthens me. And it all starts with making a decision. And the big, and this is the big secret to overcoming any weakness in the flesh. To make a decision. Faith also is a decision. If we are going to exercise it here, we must decide on it. And this comes not from the emotion side of your soul. It comes from the intellect. 
And when intellect combines with our will, then we decide to not let emotions rule over us. You must make that decision and not depend on how you feel for the outcome. That is why fasting is so powerful. It is about making that decision and then giving the spirit control over your body and your flesh, over your emotions. The spirit only works of intellect. It receives from the word of God and his advice. And so we are called to walk by the spirit and it says, then you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That is Galatians 5 verse 16. Fasting is a most powerful tool to build self-control. But it is about understanding what you do. Identify that area where you lack self-control. If it is an excess, start by fasting in that area. Cut down that activity. For example, usage of your mobile phone or social media fasting or abstinence from other physical closeness. If it's a restraint on the other end, then you work towards building a habit. And this is the same as when you start reading the Bible every day. You start small. Start by reading a few minutes and then gradually increase the volume of what you do, the extent to which you go to build endurance. Like exercise, like eating poor eating habits can be improved. Involve the Holy Spirit in it and ask for help. It is he who pushes you across the line. Remember that this is faith that you are employing now. It is a decision you are making. You must adhere to it at all costs. And then as Jim Rohn, a famous thinker of our modern times says, if you care at all, you will get some result. But if you care enough, you will get incredible results. Start to take control over your life. Make a decision to care enough in order to see change in that area of your life. If you hate it, then you must care enough to see that change and do what it takes to make that change come through. Don't let it be controlled by your emotions. You are the best judge of what is not right in your life. And you are the best person in that situation to effect change. Partner with the Holy Spirit and make it happen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us, when we reflect on our own personal lives, on all the areas where we need self-control, perhaps the tongue needs self-control in the way it speaks. Perhaps it's our eating habits, our drinking habits, certain other habits in other areas of our life. Any area, Lord, we ask you to reveal that to us and to show us the way ahead. We involve you in that part of our life, of Holy Spirit, as our partner. And we make that decision today to overcome, to be overcomers. So that as Jesus said to us, I have overcome the world and stand in victory, we can say the same. When we partner with you, Holy Spirit. 
We ask for that edification, for that spiritual strength. And we ask for your direction, your wisdom, and your guidance on the steps ahead, O oh Lord. We involve you in this weak area of our life. And we say with conviction today, although I am weak today, I say I am strong in the strength of the Lord. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. And as we make that prayer today, we pray also for our physical and temporal needs, for all the requests that are mentioned on the prayer group. We pray for all the requests, for all those that are battling sickness and disease. We pray for all families that are battling separation. That are battling any kind of disruption of the peace and love in that home. We cover them with your precious blood, Lord. We also cover every member of every family that is part of the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group by your precious blood, Jesus. We cover their ministries as well. We cover their careers, their, their finances. We cover every part of their life. And in your name, Jesus, we put on their angels and we dispatch them on assignments according to their need. According to your plan for them. We call on the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of these and to keep them safe from harm, keep them safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, and terrorism. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling any kinds of strongholds over their lives. In your name, Jesus, we declare those chains broken. We release your anointing over the lives of those that we now pray for. We pray for all those in unknown circles that are battling anxiety, depression, alcoholism, any kind of addiction, fits of rage, anger, anything that is not in accordance with the fruit of the Spirit. But that is a seed of the enemy. Let your anointing touch those lives, Father. Your yoke-breaking anointing. And we declare them released and free, made into a new creation in Christ Jesus, created for good works. We pray for all those that are battling financial challenges as well this day. Especially those that are seeking a new job. Those that are struggling to make ends meet, to pay their bills. We ask for your divine providence in those lives as well, Lord. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families. In a special way for all those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their salvation. Quicken them, O Lord, and they shall call on your name and be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. We join our spirit to yours now, Holy Spirit, knowing that you intercede for us and on our behalf as well. We make this our prayer of agreement with you and with each other. 
I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. And those that are praying for that gift to release your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Release your tongue as well in that process. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Recordoia jasada laranda rada babras tadaya de la rasolora teresia dada kada sarata kata kete 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 ya sela roto sela raja dada dia dia raja laras kala de teresia te kete ya barasa fala rastoloresia tarekata zelin jeres kete zelia boronias kumbras kete ya satala rasia tagambaria stata pinto rekeleresia de 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 ya sharbras Sarakia, <laughs> 
The Lord spoke to me this morning as we were praying. He said, Tell my children they are not contending against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the powers of this world, the darkness of this world. That's what you are contending against. The scripture I was given is Ephesians 4. 22 to 24, put off the old man that belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new man created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Zechariah 2, verse 5, where it is written, And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord. And I will be its glory within. I believe the context here of it is each of us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a quick update on tomorrow's Bible study session. The topic will be overcoming the spirit of fear. 
And in this session, we will learn how to resist the temptation of fear. It is a very powerful topic. And we shall share links to join on Zoom and on YouTube later this morning on our Telegram group. Please share that with your friends and family and invite them. This is a very common issue that we all face that eats up and corrupts our faith when we are praying. So please invite as many as you can. This is going to be a very big eye-opener for everyone. And if you are enjoying the, the morning encounters with the Lord and the powerful reflections, the spiritual reflections that Brother Savio says, shares on our Telegram group and on the Facebook page as well, please share those with others. Please share these videos as well with others so that other lives can be blessed as well. If you haven't yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, subscribe to that channel so you can receive updates of uh, new videos every time they are posted. All those that are, that are listening to this recording on YouTube and have not joined our Telegram group in the description below this video, you will find a link to join that group. You can join there with us, put your prayer requests and pray with other like-minded people that are willing to pray on your behalf as well and bless you. And you can be a blessing to others too. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love and overtakes us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Thursday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.